but really think about it does anybody really save towards getting rich does mm -hmm. anybody really save towards building generational wealth you have to invest that's the only way you're really going to grow your finances Hey, you ugly blackbirds. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast with me, David Dante Frank, a show that tackles a variety of topics from sexuality to lifestyle and culture. This is the ultimate collection of episodes for those willing to hear it as it is. Uncomfortable Truth is produced and distributed by David Dante Frank. On our very first episode for the year, I felt it's important to talk about improving on finances, as I'm sure this is one area that many of us would like to see a significant change in. On the episode, our guest Mary helps us understand how savings doesn't really do much for our finances, but investments can, and how you really don't need huge funds to invest. It's important you listen to the episode till the end as this can just be the turning point for your finances this year. But again, that depends on the choices you make. Please don't forget to rate the podcast from whatever platform you're listening from. Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, as this helps the podcast to grow. And it would mean a lot to me and help bring in sponsorship if you share the episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Uncomfortable Truth Podcast on the screen. If you find today's episode long, you can take it in chunks. Don't feel pressured to listen to the full episode at once. Enjoy. interview we always gist a little so during the gist yeah. like the, it gets like the information there's super juicy so so yeah i love Very what you juicy. do yeah <laughs> thank you so much i also love what you do i i oh, really do you know, you so we, we welcome to the very first episode of the podcast um for the year 2022 <laughs> so this would be season three episode one um that's why, and you're welcome back again to the podcast. Um, so, but before we begin, I know you're not new, you've been on the podcast a lot of times. So, could you just give a brief introduction of yourself once again so that those who are listening for the first time could get an idea of who you are? Woo! I mean, it's so nice. I'm, I'm a veteran of this <laughs> podcast already. <laughs> um, so, I'm Mary Victoria Maswen. I'm a lawyer by training, but I do a lot of things around finance. Um, I talk a lot about personal finance. I do fintech commentary, and I am the host of the Fintech X podcast, which is a podcast about uh, the fintech experience and your experience with fintech and personal finance. And um, since we last spoke, a lot of other things happened. So I'm also the host of the Knobcast, which is a podcast that where we talk about um, Bitcoin. So the purpose of the podcast is to simplify the concept of Bitcoin for our listeners. So super, super excited and cool. Um, <laughs> so a lot has happened really, but like basically I talk a lot about personal finance. I'm the founder of a newsletter called Relish Abundance where I talk about um, personal finance tips, money mindset, and the rich vibe. So mm. usually, yeah, usually my content is um, focused on helping young people, mostly millennials and Gen Z, to like um, tap into their most abundant self. And it's as easy as shifting your mindset and, uh, and um, introducing like practices and habits that will help you um, build your net worth over time. Yeah, that's a little mm. bit of me. That's that's very interesting. Now, in fact, and this episode is centered around one thing that you just said, helping, you know, younger ones and, you know, this generation, the Gen Z and the millennials tap into the abundant self, right? Mm -hmm. And um, like I was talking about earlier, we tend to have this idea most of the time. I want, I, I think um, now the statistics might be wrong, but um, sometimes I think it's about 90% of people have the general idea that um savings tends to grow helps to grow your finance savings um at the end of the day make you rich let me put it in plain terms but it wasn't like at the end of the quarter of 2021 that it actually hit me that you know savings can't actually help you do that um yeah. because you kind of like save towards a project to achieve something um you, you, you 
when you when you look at your your finance you are saving towards maybe your house rent you are saving towards maybe a car you are saving towards maybe getting something or you know when you get married and have your first child you are saving towards your kids school fees or you know it's always towards a project and a particular um you know target so I said to myself, you know what, I think I want very to, you know, talk about this a bit from her own professional experience. I mean, do you really actually think that savings can increase a man's um, finance portfolio, to put it that way? Hell to the no. <laughs> that is not possible. <laughs> um, and, you know, I understand why we've been indoctrinated if you allow me to use that word, to believe that savings is the way to like build your wealth, because that's all we ever hear of, you know, from school and stuff. Like, cause I, as far back as I can remember, um, the only reason why we have bank accounts or like, like based on my orientation is so that we can like save money. Um, I remember when I was growing up, my mom was always being, was, was always talking about saving, Oh, you should save and then you could put it in like in a fixed deposit and you would get xyz amount and i mean that was way back before i even like owned my own bank account so these are things that we've been taught like for like years and years and years while growing up um but it was only until i started learning more about personal finance that i realized that it just doesn't make sense savings doesn't cut it at all and um just to like give great, better context. For example, your savings account, like, I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about traditional banks here, your savings yeah. account, like a traditional bank will give you between two to 3% and I'm actually just being modest, two to 3% per annum, <laughs> two to 3% per annum, right? And that is, um, and you know that every, but every month you're charged um, trans, like transaction fees for any oh, yeah. that you use. Um, you're charged you just having your money in the SMS charges. I mean, exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, funny fun fact. So it was, um, it was, you know, like that crossover night. Um, yeah. We were just, I think, how many minutes into the new year, and my one of my dad's banks just sent text message: nine hundred naira deducted for. Um, is it card maintenance or something? I just laughed out loud. I'm like, can you imagine? Um, so you have, you're getting two to three percent per annum, and and like that doesn't even cover the amount of the, um, deductions that are made every month from your savings account, and it's meant to be a savings account. And I came to this realization one time when I was walking. Um, like I was walking back home, and I was like, man, this thing doesn't make sense. So if I put a th if I put like ten thousand naira in my savings account right now and I don't touch it, yeah. and you say at you, I get like two percent per annum, I like at the end of the year, that ten thousand naira will not be ten thousand naira anymore because of all the deductions. Because whether you like it or not, even if you don't have an ATM card attached to your bank, the bank will deduct money for uh, account maintenance for SMS. For all those kind mm. of things, right? So that's yeah. ten thousand naira will not be the same. Then we have inflation. Uh, we have a lot of other things happening in the world. The naira devaluation that just completely, you know, crumbles the amount of money that you save, right? So exactly. when, when I realized this, I knew that I had to take a different approach, right? Um, so we're talking about traditional um, banks. So fintech savings like savings platforms are a lot better in terms of um interest rates so like if even if you're like oh i should save even if it's just a little bit um it's best to also like transition to transition into like fintech saving platforms because they give a better interest rate for example um pdvest for example gives you 10 percent per annum for like in in their piggy bank feature so with the piggy bank feature, you're not allowed to withdraw from that piggy bank like yeah. more than four times. Um, and if you and they have like designated periods when you can withdraw. Um, maybe that's the reason why they can afford to give you like a higher interest rate. Than the um, traditional from the flex exactly. Then from the for the flex account, you get like eight percent. So you can literally see that the fintech 
um, platforms tend to give a higher interest rate compared to um, traditional banks, but it's still susceptible to, you know, inflation, other things, you know, that could come up. But if you're saving in a fintech, in a fintech um, platform, you're actually doing a lot better than you would have if you're like, you know, headstrong about saving in, in, um, in a traditional bank. But like if you're if you're looking towards building your net worth, saving yeah. is not gonna cut it. Like how much and for how long will you be saving um just to get ten percent every year? Every, every year. Know? Exactly. And and also psychologically, because I like looking at it from the mindset perspective. When you save psychologically, because of what we were told, um, there's this anticipation that by the end of the saving period you can spend all of it you know like you said because most people save yeah, towards yeah. a target so if you want to build your net worth you need to do something different that will um help support that, that your mindset will also support like longevity right and for me mm -hmm. that is and for me and for everybody else that is investing, right? So when you start investing in assets, you tend to get higher returns and they, the returns tend to compound. So you tend to get more money over time if you're consistent with in your investment and you stick to a very good strategy, you're, um, you get to have like compounding returns. So um, for example, I didn't calculate my net worth on the 1st of January. I mean, 1st of January is crazy for everybody, right? Um, so today I took my time to calculate my net worth and I just asked myself, I think I was having this conversation with my sister. I was like, man, like it's crazy how I was able to invest this much um, because, and that's just the, the beauty about compound, right? Com the way money just compounds when you invest, right? Compared to savings. Um, when you invest, like you tend to, because of the compounding effect, you tend to make more money over time. So it's just an amazing reward. Um, and you, because you are investing, the mindset towards investing is different. When you're investing, you don't have this anticipation to withdraw at the end of the investment period. No, you have investing gives comes up with this different vibe where you're putting in money. Um, and then once it has matured, the next goal is to put it back inside so that it could grow more and more than, more than um, you started off with. So yeah, if you're like, I'm just going to save to get rich. You're delusional, bro. <laughs> That's not going to work. Um, so investing is definitely the way. So investing is definitely the way that, you know, one can look at growing his or portfolio and, you know, thinking about building wealth for yourself and really not savings. Exactly. No, and, and then when, while you were speaking, you talked about the fact that, you know, you sat down and you calculated your, calculated your net worth. How do you do that? Okay, so um, it's very simple. Um, all I do is I pick a notebook um, and I, I would like to advise that you have like a dedicated notebook for this because I'm so like passionate and I'm a huge believer of energetics. So when you have a notebook that's dedicated to just calculating money, um, it gives like this sense of like this abundance vibe compared to yeah. you have the same notebook that you use to write your shopping list and you know stuff <laughs> that you're told to do at work um so i have this one notebook that i that i use and then what i do is i write the month at the top of the page so this the one i calculated was for december 2021 because and i do that the first week of the new month so, oh, so um, it's, it's a monthly thing Yes, I do it monthly. Some people like one of like my the coaches that I the money coaches that I I follow and I love, they tend to um, spend time with their money on a weekly basis. Some do it every day. But for me, I I'm doing it monthly. Um, of course, supporting with other like um, money mindset um, practices. But so what do you do is you open a fresh page, write the month that's a previous month. So if you're doing calculating your net worth in January, you're writing December, right? Um, yeah. So I wrote December 2021, then colon, then you leave a space. Then right below it, you write, list out all the places that you have money, right? 
you write the name of your bank. Don't just write bank, write like legit, write its name. Um, let's say, yeah. for example, you have money in UBA, so you write UBA and then go to a UBA banking app or whatever, like go to their page, um, log in, see how much you have in UBA and just write that exact figure. Um, okay. If you have piggy vest, write piggy vest and write the exact figure you see. So, um, but you need to be careful with FinTech apps. For example, in PiggyVest, total savings doesn't include Investify and your dollar savings. So you have mm. to write total savings, then write what you have. If you've invested in something, write Investify, write what you have, and then Flex Dollar, you write what you have. They don't, they don't merge those three. Um, so you just keep going on and on until you have, you you've um, documented. Any everything and everywhere that you have money, even cash and cash in hand, right? So cash yeah. in hand, you um, write how much you have. So I do that until I so I visit all my fintech apps, um, and then at the end, um, if you are not owing anybody, then you um, so if you let's say for example, so I've, okay, let me put it this way. So once you've written everything, you total it all. If you're not owing anyone. If you're owing someone, just write how much you're owing and then minus it from the total. So whatever you have left is your net worth for that previous month. Hmm, that's interesting. That, I think I'm, I'm going to start that this January. Yeah, you should because um, it's, a very, it's a very powerful practice. So what this does, and I love saying that this is like the beginning of you dating your money. Um, so the concept of dating your money is literally just starting to build an intimate relationship with money, like heal your uh, money trauma. Yeah, heal your money money trauma. Um, get to like see your money for what it is and get to know how it works and um, which aspects money performs a lot better, where you need to give it more love and attention, where you've been like a bastard and you need to work on your <laughs> money beliefs. <laughs> so... Um, it's just literally so when you do this when you calculate your net worth it's like you coming together and just having this heart-to-heart -heart conversation with your girlfriend or boyfriend um and you get to know them a lot better because that's just how you date right you don't just date to go out you date to get to know the person so that's, that's like the best step to get to know your money and when you do this practice um i don't care whether your bank account or whatever is negative, right? Whatever result you get at the end, um, write it at the top, right in front of the month, right? Once yeah. you've written it down, um, just express this gratitude that, hey, it's nice to know you. And um, when you do this practice consistently, you start seeing that um, you start, you start seeing that there's an improvement in the amount of money that you're making. It, it's not, what happens really is that you're, you're, as you get more intimate with your money and you build a better relationship with it, it becomes easier for you to one, identify financial opportunities that will help increase your money, two, welcome more money coming into your life. And before you know it, and this is no joke, before you know it, that money will start, your net worth starts increasing and increasing. Like not, it's not as if you consciously made that decision, oh, I'm gonna save more, I'm gonna invest more. But literally, because you're changing yourself and you're becoming more intimate with your money, um, it starts rewarding you with ideas, inspiration. And before you know it, you find yourself just taking the right steps and action towards your money and your money just thanks you for it. Um, for example, I started this practice formally in, um, Jan in um, June of 2020, right? June yeah. of 2021, I literally, I think, I can't really remember the percentage, but I think I like 200%, made 200%, you know, over that one year. Um, I think I wrote a, a write-up on it. So like my money literally more than doubled um, just because I was calculating my net worth like every month. And that's just, and over time, I started healing my relationship with money and we started becoming very good friend so, yeah money is your honey bunny <laughs> honey is my honey bunny <laughs> but yeah. but I'm, I'm i'm really i'm really loving our conversation you know 
And now that you're talking about this, let's let's slide, let's really slide into the investment part. So let's take it that, you know, I'm I'm a newborn child, man. I just got shot out completely. Mm -hmm. Because and I think there's a lot of wrong mindset that a lot of us have about investment. When we're looking at investment, we're looking at, oh, you know, I need to have at least $500. I need to have at least, you know, maybe 50000 a 100000 200000 You know, really, you know, talk to me about, about investment. Like, how would, I, how would I start? What should I know? Um, what are the do's? And, you know, what are, the, what are the don'ts about, you know, investments? And... You know, what, what are the kind of attitudes and characters, you know, that I should, I should know about investments? And, you know, if I'm about to jump into it, where should I start? What app should I do? What app should I use, rather? Um, what article should I read? Where can I get educated on um, investments? Because most people don't really know much about cryptos. Most people don't really know much about stocks. They don't really know anything about, you know, real estates and the likes, you know, because... Part of what prompted me to to do this is, you know, um, we've been looking at um, for this year part of the things that part of the headwinds that are kind of like, you know, cap economic growth would be, um, you know, supply and inflation, you know, high prices and you know the um, very low immigration, especially with the, this new variant of uh, of the virus that's out at the moment. So. I've been understanding that, you know what, cash is not really a great way to save your money in right mm -hmm. now. And so you really need to look for other assets to, to keep your money in that can really bring you um, um, a good profit, you know, and really grow your, your, your finance portfolio like we've been talking about. Yeah, um, that's a really good question. So when it comes to um, investing, it just starts with like, it starts with you acknowledging where you're at. So for example, the way you ha came up with this realization that man, savings isn't going to get me to be financially independent. That's where investing starts, right? By acknowledging the fact of like where you are at right now. The same way you mm -hmm. came to that realization, that's the same way I came to that realization when I was walking home and I was like, man, it doesn't make sense to be saving because every time the bank is deducting money from my account. Um, so when you get to that realization, the next thing that you need to do is see what investment options are available and how you can get into each of these or most of them um, with whatever you have right now. So the first, and when you make that decision, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh my gosh, do I even have enough money to invest, right? And the truth yeah. is that there is always a way to get started um, in your investment journey. So when I, I think my first access to investment was um, mutual funds. And I think I started with 9,000 at the time. That was in 2017. Um, didn't know what it was, didn't know what I was doing. All I knew is that, oh, the, um, the rate of returns is 18%, right? I was like, oh my gosh, that's so good, <laughs> right? So um, you start with where you're, how much you have available to you. Now, for me at that time, 9,000 might've been a lot or might be a lot for a lot of people who are listening to this, but there are ways to, you know, get your money to that point where you can start investing. So let me just start from here. Um, one of the popular um, in places to invest your money is in stocks, right? Stocks are literally you buying a portion of, you know, the sh buying shares from a company um, and the company, and you, you become an owner, a part owner of that company because you bought shares. So that's basically you investing in stocks, right? You're investing um, the company. So, um, when I started investing in stocks, I started with, so with Bamboo, that's one of the apps you can use to invest in stocks. With Bamboo, the minimum that you can start with is $20. So yeah. before I had the $20 to invest in, you know, I, I mean, I didn't have that $20, right? And it's funny right now, or it might sound so strange to some people, but I didn't have the $20. So, but what I, I knew I could do is to save towards the $20. Um, once I was able to save towards the $20, that's a good, I mean, that's where um, savings comes in, right? 
once I was able to get to the point where I was able to save to have the $20, I yeah. funded my um, Bamboo account and then I bought shares. Now, the first time you're buying shares, um, like, okay, you, I don't want to say mistake because you, I mean, you can't really make a mistake, right? But you, I was just buying like at random. I think I bought Spotify. I think I bought like a Tesla. I was just buying anything because I was like, oh, these companies are cool. Let me just put money in there. Um, <laughs> I had zero strategy. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was that, okay, I have $20. I just want to spread it around, right? So the beauty yeah. with um, platforms like Bamboo is that you can buy what we call fractional shares. So um, let's say, for example, you want to buy Starbucks shares. So Starbucks, I think the price of one, one share of Starbucks is $115, all right, for example. So you might not have $115 to invest in one share of Starbucks, but you can invest, let's say, $5 out of your $20 to invest in a portion of Starbucks shares. You're still a Starbucks shareholder, but maybe you don't own that full share, right? So that's the beauty about um, investing in stocks using these platforms. So you can Trust. own a fraction of these companies. Um, so for me, I was just, I think that time, what I did was, I put in $20 and then I invested $10 into different companies. So I put $2 in Tesla, $2 in Amazon, $2 in Google. Like I can't really remember the exact companies. Um, and when you do that, you're actually, um, you're actually putting, how do I put it? You're becoming more involved in the process of investing in shares. And that's literally the first step. You don't have to really know what you're doing. That's why I always start small. What's important mm. is that you just start, right? So when I started yeah. investing in shares, that's when I had to check YouTube, right? YouTube is a great place to learn about um, investing in the stock market. And you're, gonna, and you're gonna hear like a lot of information. And it's good, like the more information you hear, the more you get to learn about the space. So I was learning about investing in shares and this and that. And I realized that you there are like two different types of, um, or like there are different types of um, investors when it comes to shares. You have someone that invests in growth stocks. So growth stocks are like um, startups that grow really fast. And then you have those who invest in um, dividend yielding companies, right? So in, they are, they're basically companies that share a part of their profit with their shareholders. And this part of the profit is what we call dividend. So mm. for me at the time, when I discovered that there are these two different ways of investing, I now went back to my Bamboo app to find out what kind of stocks I invested in, right? So it's like a, yeah. you, anything you learn, you go back to practice it and to see um, what, how far you've, you've come, right? And that is initially, like that's basically the way I learned by literally practicing learn hearing what people had to say checking it out on my own from my end and so i realized that at the, the time when i was just invest on an investing spree then put two dollars here two dollars here i realized that out of the five companies that i initially invested in only one of them was a dividend yielding company right so uh, i was now like ah oh, okay so that means so what that means is that at the end of the year or at the end of the quarter or at the end of the month i will get some sort of profit from this company um, consistently. So that was Apple for me. So Apple, Apple pays um, quarterly dividends. Um, mm. So then I realized that, okay, I think I love this idea of receiving dividends. So if you can, you know, for those who are listening, you can see the pattern, right? You started small, made, like just invested anyhow, just see where, how it works, just for the sake of knowing how it works. And then you did your research and figured out that, hey, okay, I think, let me just learn and see how far, what, what I've done, the meaning and the implication of what I've done so far. That's why it's always good to start with little, right? Start small. Um, that's like your experimental stage, right? And then yeah. from there, once you start learning, you're able to make an informed decision that, hey, this is the path I want to follow. So um, compared to other people, people, there are some people who are like, I just want to invest in, um, in growth stocks. But for me, I, I started treading my path along the dividend investor route. So now when you go back to YouTube or back to Google, you're now like, 
what's the best dividend um, in div dividend stocks to invest in. You see, so you're narrowing your your research and you're narrowing your scope along the strategy that you want to follow. Gradually over time, I started learning more about dividend investing. I started making decisions that, oh, I think instead of going for companies that pay um, quarterly, I'd rather go for, comp for companies that pay on a monthly basis so that every month when I open my Bamboo app, I get some dividends, right? The next thing yeah. was that I got interested in um, real estate because, you know, when you're investing in stocks, you hear of things like REITs, um, R-E-I-T. So a REIT in complete sense, it stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. So what these are are actually companies that are that were set up for the sole purpose of investing in real estate. Right. So I was there. I was I was thinking I was like, man. You know, I would love to invest in real estate, but I don't see myself I, like I don't have the 60 M right to buy a property in Lecky or whatever. Right. I don't have 100 M to buy land or whatever anywhere. So but how can I still be involved in the real estate market or how can I still own um, or have some investment in the real estate market just as I am as a millennial? And also, I had to ask that question personally as well, because. Um, I knew that there might be people out there who want to diversify their portfolio into real estate. So because I, you know, review fintech apps, because I talk about personal finance, this particular question was important for me. I needed to find an answer. And for me, like during my research, I realized that you can actually invest in real estate, even if you don't have like 60M to buy land. You can invest in companies that invest in real estate for you and get a dividend or rate of or some return from that investment. So REITs are a good way to do that. So um, REITs that I'm investing in, just check out the ticker sign STAG, that's S-T-A-G, and the ticker mm -hmm. sign O, right? Um, and those are the two I invest in. They're, they give you monthly dividend and um, their dividend yield is quite good. So that's a good way to start investing in real estate. Then I now ask myself, what's another way to invest in real estate? And then we had RiseVest. So RiseVest is another um, fintech platform that allows you to invest, right? So RiseVest, mm -hmm. they have a real estate plan. So in this real estate plan, you can fund the plan and then um, they will take the money and invest in real estate for you and then share the profits with you over time, right? So yeah. Their rate of returns is 14% per annum, um, according to what's written on the app, is 14% per annum. And the minimum investment is $10, right? So that's like, wow, wow that's a huge steal, right? Compared to Bamboo's $20, um, $20 minimum. Huge steal. Exactly. So like with $10, you can start investing in the real estate, in um, real real estate plan. So um, I started doing that and it's been quite good so far. I think I've been doing this for maybe about a year and a half now. So it's been quite good, right? And you can start investing with $10 every month. Um, I tend to invest a little more um, because I want to have a greater stake in real estate. So I have two real estate plans currently running on Rise. Damn. Um, and I, yeah, and I invest like $50 in each. Okay, it might not be so much, but I just wanted to shift my portfolio more into real estate compared to um, other stocks, right? So that's pers my personal strategy as well. Um, so that's for real estate. And I know that in the future, and I pray that anyone who's listening to this, who's like into like uh, startups and stuff, I believe that there will be a time when, or there'll be a startup that will allow you to invest with, with them. And they'll be like putting money into physical houses, right, in Nigeria. Um, so if you are a startup owner or you're thinking of a startup plan, here is one. <laughs> um, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually, I know that there's a startup like this in Ghana. So I'm hoping mm -hmm. that one day there'll be one like this in Nigeria as well. So imagine now you're putting 5,000 Naira every month um, for this um, building that's probably in lucky phase one, right? And you're like a rational owner of that 
building. So I think that would be super cool. Um, so I'm, I have my eyes open, like I'm on the lookout for um, companies like that. So as soon as it, it comes to life, I believe that that's just like another way that people could invest in real estate. And since it exists in Ghana, so I'm sure it's within a few, like it's only a matter of time for it to come to Nigeria. Yeah. So, um, so that's real estate. Another aspect that you can invest in is um, is cryptocurrencies, right? Um, and one interesting about... <laughs> Oh yeah. So now a lot of things have like money has evolved, right, over the years. Um, and now we're moving to the digital sense, right? So cryptocurrencies are literally like digital money. And the most popular of them is Bitcoin. And the beauty mm. about um, Bitcoin is that it is a wonderful way to um, to curb, like to run, like it's a wonderful way to curb inflation, right? Um, for example, if you look at the Bitcoin charts, you see that Bitcoin is literally moving in opposite direction to the movement of the dollar, right? And yeah. um, if you look at the S&P 500, so the S&P 500 is literally like a basket of 500 companies so you can invest in in like a basket of 500 companies and if you look at the growth of s p 500 over time like the rate of returns per year is usually between seven to ten percent every year but if you look at the rate of you know returns from bitcoin every year is like about 200 percent i was actually yeah. um so i was actually having this conversation with my one of my team members because um, she was like, oh, she would love to get into investing in crypto. And um, so I was talking to her about Bitcoin and we, we looked at the charts together. Like we hopped on a call um, and I was sharing my screen and we saw that Bitcoin sort of started around 20 something thousand dollars in January, 2021. And I think it closed the year, that's um, December, 2021 at around $47,000. Like from twenty something thousand to forty something thousand dollars, even though like we had an all time high of sixty seven thousand dollars and now it's like at forty seven thousand, it's still like a really massive increase. That's like massive rate of return. So imagine if you started investing in Bitcoin um, in January twenty twenty one, by the end of the year you would have like. I mean, I, I'm not good at math, <laughs> but like you're almost like doubled your investment um, or, you know, I think it should be about 200x. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but like just imagine the uh, exponential growth, um, whereas the stock market just did like a meager 10%, right? So, um, but aside from that, okay, of course, like Bitcoin is not a, um, it's not a get rich quick scheme, right? It's extremely Absolutely. volatile. But mm -hmm. when you look at, when you look at where we're go headed now, right? You see that the money that we are saving in our banks, um, they're all coming from, they're all controlled by the, cent the central body, which is the CBN. So all the money you save in the bank, all the uh, money you have in your FinTech applications, at the end of the day, these FinTech platforms have are answerable to the central bank, right? Um, so the central bank could be like, you know what, all you FinTech apps, like, you know, shut down, we're done with you guys, you know, have a nice day, right? And that's like the end. That's the end of all of the money that you have, right? Like someone mm -hmm. like me would probably just cry. <laughs> I'll probably have a breakdown. <laughs> but like with Bitcoin, we don't have a central body like controlling Bitcoin, right? Because it's, it's kept in a decentralized um yeah it's it's, it's decentralized exactly so because we don't have we're not it's not controlled by a central body right it, no if all the countries come together to say we're banning bitcoin it's like literally impossible to do that because how do you ban something that's not within your control right even the yeah. so-called crypto ban in nigeria right it's not it's not that they actually ban crypto they just told banks to stop facilitating crypto-related payments because that's how yeah. far their power could get to. They exactly. could not tell who are they going to even reach out to? How are they going to stop like 
the the how are they going to stop the, the mining of bitcoin like how many people are going to reach to like put an end to bitcoin literally impossible so by putting your money in something like bitcoin right you are protecting it from um inflation you're protecting your money from um you know things that can happen in the world cbn's you know tantrums like you're literally protecting your money from all of that and so this is where diversifying your portfolio comes in so you might be like oh where would i start from should i invest in shares should i invest in bitcoin what do i do right um and my answer to this question is like invest in a little all of them right nothing stops you from all worlds um you might then that is where based on your own experience and how you use these platforms or how you use these modes of investments or um, how much you believe in these assets, you can then vary um, the amount of money that you have in all these platforms. For example, mutual funds. But then I was now like, I started looking at shares and I, that now the mutual fund has dropped. Like for example, like the percentage at which um, that like mutual funds takes in my portfolio has dropped drastically because most of my focus went into um, stocks, right? Yeah. The same thing when um, I saw real estate as another opportunity, the percentage of um, stocks in my portfolio dropped considerably co compared to real estate, right? So now my goal, and this is just me, the point where a majority of my portfolio is in the decentralized space, right? Majority of my portfolio is in cryptocurrencies. Um, and that's a goal that I'm working towards. Um, so you, but does that mean I'm going to stop investing in stocks, stop investing in real estate? Absolutely not. But what will change is the percentage of how much I put my money into all these things. And the beauty about investing is that you could always try and just see what works for you. Um, but for those so, who are just, do you, you know, do you talk just, about the percentage of your earnings. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about percentage of like your investments, like your portfolio investments. Um, okay so what what you could well, well that's just a strategy really for so for example um if you're like how am i going to find money to fund all these different types of investments you could always you know um do it in form of percentage right um for example mm -hmm. you have a nine to five job that pays you xyz amount then you can say 10 percent of whatever or oh, that's even too low let's say 20% of what I receive, like 20% of my salary will go into investments, for example, right? Then okay. you say out of this 20%, uh, out of this 20%, 10% of it should go into real estate. Um, so, remain, so let's, you, so you know, what, I, I want us to look at this practically, you know? So okay. um, let's, example we have an individual who um ends um fifty thousand dollars a month right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're saying okay take out um 20 percent of that for investments and 20 percent would be uh ten thousand dollars right mm -hmm. okay so i mean let's 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 work with that so ten percent of okay. um so 10% of, so when I'm saying, okay, after you take out that 20% for investments, how, where, mm -hmm. where do you go from there? Okay. So, I mean, like I said, it really depends on your strategy, right? But if I mm -hmm. were that guy, if I were that guy who gets 50,000 50, Naira and yeah. I take away, I could use 20,000 Naira for investments, right? And how I would yeah. divide that 20,000 Naira would be what i'll ask myself what is the investment that will give me the highest return um mm -hmm. for Anna? and for me that would be real estate so what i would probably do is so 10 i mean so 10 dollars would be i mean based on rise vest rates would be about 5600 right okay so i would yeah. take i would probably take um 5000 out of that 20k to invest in real estate, um, the real estate plan, you know, it starts with um, $10, right? So I'll use yeah. 5,600 to invest in that real estate plan. Then what I could do is, so if that's the case, what's remaining now is 15,000, right? 
So mm -hmm. I'll now take um, another um, 5,000 and put that into cryptocurrency, preferably Bitcoin. Um, and okay. then what's remaining now is what, 10,000? So I would now take that 10,000. So 10,000 is roughly $20, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right? I, I don't know math. <laughs> So um, Wait, ten dollars, roughly um, twenty five dollars. Nice. So I'll take that that twenty five dollars, that that remaining ten thousand, and put it into a REIT, that's um, real estate investment trust, and I'd preferably do it in a fractional basis and invest a fraction in ticker sign O and ticker sign STAG. That's what I would have yeah. done. So what that looks like now is that majority of my investment portfolio is in real estate uh, with some of it in cryptocurrency. So I know that cryptocurrencies will increase in value over time. Um, so I'm could like, I mean, you can, you might have an all time high tomorrow, right? Who knows? Right. So if you have an all time yes. high tomorrow, that, that's 10, 000, that, that 5,000 that I put in Bitcoin could probably double to be something else. Um, so that's what I'm literally banking on the fact that mm. Bitcoin will increase over time. So if I were that guy with the 50 K, um, 50 K salary, that's what I've, how I would have divided it. So then over time, because you're only living on 30 K, the next thing that comes to your mind is, oh my gosh, I need more money to live on. Right. Then that exactly. will push you to think of that would then push you to think of what skills do I have? that I can actually offer to people online, right? Preferably people who are outside Nigeria, right? So now I'll just write a list of all the skills. I can use Canva very well. I can freelance write. I can edit audio. I can edit a podcast. And then the Why next thing I would, you I would all do- things that I can do? Because, I, I mean, I do them too. <laughs> so remember, you're like my sole investment twin. So um, I would be like, okay, I can do all these things. I could do voiceovers. I could, um, I could, I have like basic graphic design skills, right? So then yeah. next thing I would have, I would do is to go on Instagram. In, I would go on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest and literally pitch these services to somebody abroad who has more money than me who could pay me for my service and probably charge maybe a hundred dollars um per project or two hundred dollars per project just to test the waters you know and then you'd be like how am i going to receive payments <laughs> and then you could be like okay Good payments question. receiving might be a problem so let me focus on people outside nigeria who are open to using um bitcoin to pay me so then i would focus my target on people who create like um, crypto related content, um, people who need like, or maybe crypto podcasters, do you get what I mean? To help edit their podcasts, um, mm -hmm. uh, crypto like Instagram pages, because you know that they have a Bitcoin account because you already had to open a Bitcoin wallet in order for you to invest in Bitcoin, right? In the first place. So that's not a yeah. problem. Once you pitch them, pitch them, you can be like, uh, I offer Canva design services for this project. I could do this for you, blah, blah, blah. You just pay me $200 and pay me in Bitcoin. Right? Mm. So now yeah. you've already increased your source of income. You see where I'm going? So like you're increasing yeah. your source of income so that by next month, because you have more money now, you can increase like how much you're investing in your the other part of your portfolio. And mm. this is literally what I did. Um, I got in when I got into freelance writing, I didn't pitch, I did I what I did was to go on Facebook, like Facebook groups for bloggers, and I'll give them like blogging tips. And then at the end I'll be like, hey, you don't have to blog on your own, right? You can hire someone to write the blogs for you while you focus on marketing. And I could help you do that. And that's how I got like two retainer clients. Um, that's how I expanded. And now I own my own content market, content management agency. So like Damn. it, it works. Now. 
I'm here for you. I'm here for you. So like okay. that is so that is basically how it works. And that's why I'm in love with the internet. I'm in love with social media because now you have like zero restriction on how far you can get. So the question really or what you need to do is to just be real with yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, receiving receiving a dollar might be an issue. So how else can I receive money? Wow, can I receive money in Bitcoin, right? Because since I had to open a Bitcoin wallet, I had to use an app, right, to um, start investing in Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's not like a no-brainer. And you have a lot of people. Um, so beautiful thing about the Bitcoin community is that they love to support people who who want to run like solely Bitcoin businesses. Like, businesses. like you can, well, you can well, see. That in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, exactly. So they'll be happy to pay you in crypto, right? Because that's like them supporting the ecosystem. That's like literally living the the dream, like living the reality. You know, Twitter the even has that feature right now. Sorry? Twitter has that feature right now. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, and people are excited about it. That's why they use it a lot. Um, so that's what I would have done if I were that guy who's receiving 50K. So like if and if he persists or he he or she persists that's I, you know it could be you whoever is listening to this podcast if he or she persists um by the end of the year right your yeah. income will no longer be 50k like man that'll was, that was just be like chicken change to you but you even use it as a you even use it as a joke you know when you're drinking outside like man can you imagine i used to receive 50k um <laughs> So like, um, yeah, and, and it is possible because I've seen it happen. I've done it before um, and it works. Mm. That's, that's, that's really, that's really, really very nice. I mean, maybe I have, I have totally loved the session that we've had today. And I think that, you know, with, with the gems that you have dropped, um, a newbie should be able to pick up on this, really. And I want to stress the fact that all what we have talked about on this episode are our own opinions, okay? So you mm -hmm. need to go and do your own research, make your own research before you make any decisions. We're not giving you financial advice. I think it's always important to- Yeah, there's no financial advice. Do your own research. Please do your own research. Trust me, even not just because um, maybe, you know, we might be leading you down the wrong path, but you know, um, so that you can be confident in what it is that you are doing as well. I mean, there is nothing that, you know, I talk about with anybody, even if you tell me, oh, David, there's this new app, and I really trust your judgment 100%. Just for me to be knowledgeable about, about what it is that I'm doing, I go back and make a research on that thing as well, you know, before I before I put my hands into that. And, um, you know, you, you talked about a lot of apps, you know, um, Rise, Vice, and the rest. And, um, you know, one thing I'll really look forward to. What? Whereby you come up with tutorial videos on using these finance apps, you know, yeah, like like you like did one recently on the on the on the on the knob and how to you oh, know yeah, just yeah. drop in. Really, that was useful. I really loved that video. I did. I did. I mean, I would really love to see more reels. On your reels, IG reels. Yeah, it would really it would really be great. You know, because wow, I think a lot of people cool. spend time on Instagram. So when you buy, you just have that 10, 15 seconds um, tutorial on how to just use the application, you know, because somebody yesterday was asking me, ah, come on, I want to register for this thing. Oh, all these plenty of people that we're asking for plenty many information and some kind of identification I don't have. And I tell the person, okay, no, 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 no. See, all they just request for is your NIN details. I mean, it's just, it's as simple as registering on Facebook, a Facebook account or an Instagram account. It's mm -hmm. it's really that it's really that simple to register and get verified. I mean, um, I had I had troubles with my with them verifying my um, NIN details on Bamboo, and I shot out an email to to support, and they replied they replied me instantly. I mean, and then the issue was fixed that same day, yeah. within hours. It's 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 that it's that fast. It's that easy, you know. So a lot of people are now aware of all this process, and they also think those processes to be, you know, to be quite tedious. And thinking, oh, I don't have an international passport, <laughs> so um, I don't think I'll be able to. You know, sometimes we can give ourselves so many stumbling blocks on why we should do something. You know. 
Yeah, absolutely. You're you're definitely right. Well, um, for those who are listening, I do have like step by step review on my podcast, the FinTech X. So you can check them out. I know I have one for Bitnob, and then I think I have one for PiggyVest as well, um, where I walk through the different features. So 2022, um, the goal really is to have more of those. So it's really interesting that you mentioned this because it's like, oh my gosh, is is David in my head? <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, and it's so nice that you mentioned it. Um, that like literally gives. Um, that like literally gives me validation that oh my gosh you have to do this so um, yeah. but like my my dms are always open um if anyone has any question on how to register or if they're having registration issues and stuff or if they're not sure whether they should register so like yesterday was or at the time like i mean yesterday which was the first of january i onboarded like i think about five women five to six women on Bitnob alone, like literally we're on the phone, sending out sending screenshots and everything. So like, I, it's something that I love doing. So if anyone has any question, I'll be happy. And I, I, I love FinTech apps. So I have a lot of them on my phone. So definitely be happy to um, walk them through. But yeah, short videos definitely coming. <laughs> So quick one, you talked about the WhatsApp group and the Bitcoin challenge. Now, before we wrap up the episode, because, you know, I was thinking, you know what, and I said it in my last episode for the year that, you know, going this year, I think we'll cap our episodes at 20 minutes, but I think you're totally legal to have you on the episode. And just <laughs> minutes. So this episode is actually going to be more than 20 minutes, which, you know, really, I don't, I really don't have a problem with, you know, um, I think those who are able to listen to this point are the people who are really intentional about their finances this year. And that's just, that's just really totally okay for me. So when you talk about the Bitcoin challenge, I mean, you talked about a WhatsApp group. Um, could you really explicate on that a bit? Because I know you just added me to the, to the WhatsApp group. <laughs> challenge and yeah. it's something i'm really look, looking towards um fulfilling you know and i think some listeners would really love my or might want to be you know a part of that awesome um so i came up with the idea of having a bitcoin savings challenge so the idea literally is to save a to save one dollar of bitcoin every single day so we started um, 1st of January, but it's never too late to join. Um, you know, the more the merrier. Um, so the goal really behind this challenge is to prove to everyone and including yourself, right? Because it's a personal journey that it is possible to start building your wealth over time with just with the little that you have. Um, mm -hmm. So we save Bitcoin, like $1 of Bitcoin, like every day. Um, and this, this is basically follows the dollar cost averaging strategy, which is like saving a fixed amount over a period of time consistently. Um, so yeah, I created a WhatsApp group for the Bitcoin savings challenge, um, just as a way to keep everyone accountable. Um, so how we started, so for those who are listening, who want to just start right away, how we started was by funding our wallet with $10, which is around 5,800 or so. Um, and that is because that is just to enable you to save automatically. So that $10 should be good for, you know, 10 days. Right. So the goal yeah. really is to um, just to keep everyone accountable. So if you're following me on Twitter, on Instagram, on WhatsApp, you'll see that every day I'm clocking in. So I write Bitcoin savings challenge, um, saving $1 of Bitcoin every day for the next 365 days. So I'll say day one. So we're in day two now. So day two of 365 cleared. So the goal is just to give everyone that moral support that, hey, we're saving towards something. And um, although we're just two days in, uh, that's at the time of <laughs> recording this episode, um, it is it has been a quite satisfying journey because sometimes if you... Sometimes when you save with people or you're, you have people around doing the same thing that you're doing, it's very encouraging and it feels like, yeah, we're working towards this goal that by the end of the day would have saved $365 in um, Bitcoin. And of course, you know, Bitcoin prices, like I told you, January 1st, 
2021 was 20 something thousand, right? And then yeah. December, 30, 30, December 31st, we around 47,000 so $47, or so in Bitcoin. So like, you never know that $365 that you saved at the end of the year could turn into something else, right? It could be a lot more, or definitely would be a lot more because of Bitcoin's um, history, right? Of um, yeah, huh? always increasing in profit. You would be like, it could get like as far as maybe 400, for example, right? But we're not doing it as a way of getting rich quick. It's just to prove to ourselves that it is possible that you can start small and save and build a portfolio for yourself. So yeah, that's a challenge. Um, so if you want to stay accountable, feel free to join my WhatsApp group. Um, I'll also be dropping like, Bitcoin beginner info for those who are new into Bitcoin so that they'll know what we're investing in. Um, because if you're investing, the, the, what, keeps you, what keeps you grounded is the knowledge that you have behind what you're investing, right? Mm, interesting. One, one, one last question. Um, so for those of us who have spent our money in debt, doing debt in December and um, January <laughs> has come and say, hey, dude, Afana, don't spend your money finish, I'll be, you got bills to pay. Um, mm -hmm. Can we say, you know, is it, like you said, um, two days have gone in. So those of us who want to start in maybe at the end of the month or maybe at the beginning of February or something, um, is it still okay for us to, you know, join in on the challenge? Yes, please. It's very okay. And you could, I mean, you could start, that could be your year, right? So if you start mm -hmm. February 1, your one year would be February 1, 2023. So you're okay. not behind. Mm, yeah. So like that's going to be your year. Exactly. Mm. And um, all, all you and the, the WhatsApp group will always be there. So you could always write, you know, um, day one, that day, whatever day one is for you, whether it's March or June or whatever, that could be your day one. And that face that WhatsApp group will be there for you to just keep walking in um, to keep yourself accountable and we'll cheer you on. Hmm, interesting. That, that, that's really that's really nice. And for those of us listening, I think a dollar is um four twelve. Yes, a dollar is four twelve at the moment. Um so let's just say four hundred and twenty nine times um thirty days in a month, right? So that's a total mm -hmm. of um twelve thousand six hundred naira. Because a lot of people might be thinking, oh, a dollar, a dollar, ah, I don't get money. But <laughs> it's actually just twelve thousand six hundred naira. So uh, mm -hmm. let's make it a round figure and say 13,000, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I just I just needed to break that down for people listening because many a time when we mention dollars and stuff like that, people are just thinking huge, huge monies in their, you know, in, in their heads and they're like, ah, I'm not sure I can afford this. I'm not really sure I can, I can do this, you know? Yeah, and, and the, that's the beauty about the challenge. The challenge isn't just about you um saving in bitcoin is also about you having that belief in yourself that you can do it right i had no idea that i could invest in shares you know consistently never thought i could ever do that until i started doing it and when you do it with people it's a lot easier so like by the time you probably get to your hundredth day in saving you would have been like wow i actually can do this thing like i have what it takes right and i I, and the money I set aside to saving, I mean, and the what I had left to live on didn't kill me, right? <laughs> and yeah. like with the um, the fifty thousand naira example that we gave earlier of that guy that probably earns fifty thousand naira, right? That could be you, right? By the time you start investing, you'd be like, hmm, what else can I do to increase um, my my income? I, and exactly, yeah. And this podcast episode, oh my gosh, it's so it's so rich. Like it has like tips for you to expand even your income so that you'll be able to invest more in other things. So it is possible. What's important is that you get started and that you're a part of a community that of people who are doing the same thing as you have or as you want to do. So yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think the you know the one dollar Bitcoin challenge is the easiest stuff I've talked about on this on on this episode so far. So I mean, um, one of comfortable truth is that after listening to this episode and you don't take any action, um, I, I think you, you need to see, you need to see a shrink really. <laughs> oh my gosh! You need to see a shrink. Uh, really. I, I the yeah, but, 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 you know, but you know, it's um, it's it, it's just the it's just the truth because 
I really thought about it. A lot of people, and that's why I asked you the question: What if of somebody earning fifty thousand naira? You know, because there there are people who earn that amount of money. You know, some people make thirty thousand, sure. some people make fifty thousand, and let's say out of everything. You know what you choose to to make is um what you choose to do is just the bitcoin challenge i mean it's something you don't really have to do every single thing that we've talked about on the on this episode you know just start out with something but you know you've started out your investments i mean you've you've picked one thing from here that you know you can do and then you can grow from there who knows in the next um three four months six months you start diversifying you start um looking into stocks and real estate and other things you know but start it's important that you you start no matter how small and i think a dollar a day is uh, it's it's a good one it's a good one for for you to start i mean or you could just take 20 dollars and just you know go invest and leave that there there are different options like you said the episode is really rich you know there are abundance of, of things that you could get into. So Mary, thank you so much for coming in this episode. I appreciate that so much. And um, you talked about people getting to your DMs, you know, to ask you questions if they had any. So where are those DMs? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, TikTok, um, YouTube, oh my God. Um, Pinterest? Uh, <laughs> where? Well, you, can, you, can, you can DM me um, on instagram um, my handle is at mary underscore imasuen that's at m-a-r-y underscore i-m-a-s-u-e-n um and if you dm me and you can follow me there I, I think that's where i put the most finance content um so that would be helpful for you as well or you could also dm me on twitter that's at mary underscore imasuen at m-a-r-y underscore i-m-a-s-u-e-n and yeah i'll be happy to answer any question you've got Mm. Thank you so much, Mary. Great having you on the podcast. I know that you would definitely come back here. On, I mean, you are not just a guest any longer. I think you're a part of you're a part of the family <laughs> of Super Truths, really, because we will oh, definitely see more of you frequently. Because this podcast is also just an expression of myself, and I think that if I'm going to be growing in certain things, um, it's important that those around me and those that are connected to me in any way possible should be, um, you know should be able to also grow along if they choose to you know oh thank you so much and i look forward to it all right thank you thank you too